Welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Hello, and welcome to this special edition of the Healthy Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. This episode is a snippet into the best takeaways from the top downloaded episodes of season two. This episode is designed to give you a boost of healthy enthusiasm and features some words of wisdom and nuggets of gold to fuel your health and well-being goals. In this episode, you'll hear from YouTube's holistic health princess, Sarah's Day, plant-based mama, Lonnie Jane, model, presenter and entrepreneur, Rachel Finch, fitness instructor, author and creator of Tiff XO, Tiffany Hall, model, Georgia Gibbs and model and mother, Megan Gale. I hope you enjoy this little trip down memory lane. New episodes of the Healthy Hustlers podcast will be dropping from Thursday, the 4th of March. I can't wait to be back in your ears with new healthy and thought-provoking conversations. This episode of the Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by Pure Harvest's new range of delicious nut milks. Available in three dairy-free flavours, Nut Bliss, Lush Almond and Creamy Cashew, you'll never have to worry about having ordinary milk again. Pure Harvest's new range of no ordinary milks are available at leading independent supermarkets and health food stores Australia-wide. Sarah, hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm super duper excited to chat to you. You're welcome. Welcome to my house. Thank you. (laughs) Like I said to you when I came in, it's so funny being here now in person because I see it on social media every day. Everyone (laughs) says that and I kind of forget that people see it on YouTube and I'm like, oh, here's the bathroom and they're like, I know. I'm like, (laughs) I know everything about this place. (laughs) I like it though because then everyone feels at home, you know, like. I know. You've been here it's, before, but you haven't really. Yes, it's so true. Um, do you remember kind of what your hopes and dreams were when you're in school? Like, did you have any idea yeah. of what you wanted to be doing post school? Yes. Or were you just kind of very consumed on like being in the in no. the popular group? No. So like I've always been a deeper thinker and I've always loved thinking about the future. And my two favorite subjects at school were drama and media. And I was obsessed with media. So we would have to go out into the playground and film a video and come home and edit it. And one of the teachers said, I love your editing style. You take it really seriously. We'd love to have you on our editing team. And that's when I was like in year nine and I was with the year 12s. And I was the only girl in the team. And he really, (laughs) and it was just like so inspirational to me to be like, oh my gosh, maybe I could actually do this. So I was thinking then I want to be, on channel nine or channel seven and and be filming the football or be filming the anchors. I just want to be behind the camera, behind the scenes. And I talked to one of the boys on the media team and he said, well, you're a girl, like you won't, they won't hire you. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, when you leave school, like girls just don't work in media. Girls do, there's never a girl behind the camera. So I just kind of accepted that and I said, okay, during school, I'll do all the media I can. I went to all these concerts and I I filmed and I just loved editing and I would go home and edit my own little skits at home because I just loved it. And I just thought in the back of my mind, well, okay, I'm never going to get a job in media. I'll never edit. I'll just do it for fun. And then I kind of thought, well, I mean, I'm really creative and I'm really bubbly. I guess I'd be a good teacher. So I guess I'll go 
be oh a teacher. Oh my goodness, really? How deflating is that? I know. Yeah. And it's so funny though, I was talking um, about this in another interview, how sometimes you just settle for what you know is it's available safe. or what, yeah, exactly. Yep. Or what, you know, your sister's done it or your cousin or something. My so mom. it's like, yeah, well, I can earn money and yep. it's, I know it's a job and it's, you know, pretty well like yeah. recognized yep. instead of like being able to think outside the box and realize that like our passions and our skill sets, we actually can find 100%. work. There's so many different jobs well, and I job titles. Back now and because I wanted to do also I wanted to do nutrition or like holistic medicine yes and I looked at the ATAR or the HSE marks mm. at that time and I just already thought oh I'm not going to get that I'm not going to go for it but I wish I'm like I, I wish I did that now just to have the paperwork because I'm that's my passion yes but I didn't even acknowledge that as a possibility because I just had no confidence in myself getting like 98 percent or even saying, okay, maybe if I don't get those marks, I could go back as a mature age. Mm-hmm. And I say to my cousins now, like, you can do anything. Like, there's so much time, no matter how daunting it is, you can totally do any course that you want. Mm-hmm. So on top of all your work and everything you do, you're also an absolute little whiz in the kitchen. Oh. Where did that passion come from for cooking? Honestly, I, since birth, my mum used to be embarrassed of me when I was like two years old because I would crawl up on the table, use my hands and eat all the dip, (laughs) eat all the jats, eat all the Devon. I have, you know how like you get a dog and you either reward them with play or food. Mm -hmm. I'm like a dog. Reward (laughs) me with food and I will do anything. So my mum would use that as all my tactics. My sister would be like, oh, no computer time. Talia would be like, you don't get to go to soccer. Mine would be like, if you do this, you get a finger bun. If you do this, you get a donut. If you do this, you get extra ice cream. I am obsessed with food and always have been. So yeah, that's like a huge reason. And growing up, I had a very holistic, you know, healthy childhood, but I was still allowed Maccas. Or when I would go to my friend's house, I would go crazy because we were so healthy at home. And if they say, do you want some Doritos? I'd be like, give me 10 packets. Give me 10 packets. I'll eat it all. So I have this like deep love for, I never really know how to word it. I get hate if I say naughty food, bad food. You know, we don't label. Good for the soul food. (laughs) Sometimes foods as they teach in primary school, sometimes foods. I have this deep love for like junk food, let's Mm -hmm. just call it. So when I tried to fix my skin and I I found that eating healthy made me feel so much better, I was happier, I love eating healthy. And I never look back and I never feel deprived because I try to make my unhealthy foods, my junk foods, healthified. And not only is that fun, but it really curbs my cravings and satisfies my cravings. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm never a person who's like, ew, I hate Macs, I can't believe you eat that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love Big Macs. Let's make a healthy version and you're going to feel good and it's going to taste good and you're going to feel light and like happy after it. That is my passion. Like things like making raw Snickers bars. Oh my gosh, I love Snickers. It's my time to be creative because I hate reading. I never read recipes, which is awesome because my whole community reads recipes. So I make them up. I like do my little witchery in the kitchen, shimmer recipes, and everyone loves that side of it. So, so good. Well, I must say you've definitely inspired my, like I've always loved cooking, but you've definitely inspired me to do more of those, yeah, like naughty treats that I loved, like you, a hamburger or, you know, something really like hearty. That cheese, making vegan cheese is so easy. And honestly, if I don't tell my parents that 
they know now everything's going to be like paleo, but I'll make like a healthy macaroni and cheese, yeah. all plant-based. And they're like, this literally tastes so like cheese. I'm like, yeah, it's so easy. Well, one of the things I'm loving at the moment is you put up an Insta story of your mac and cheese takeoff when yeah. it had like mushrooms in it and stuff. Yes. And because since I've been pregnant, I'm craving a lot more like creamier, like my yeah. smoothies, I'm putting almond milk heavy, in it. And yeah, really heavy stuff. And like, yeah. I'm loving like salted caramel like the panna yes. ice cream one the yes. refinery which I never used to be I was always more like a green juice or like I passion know. fruit flavored things like really fruity and so your mac and cheese is literally getting me through a lot of lunch times oh. and when I saw it I was like yes that is me right yeah now. and that's the thing I feel like when people think you when you eat healthy you have to have green juice and just dry salads mm. and chicken no way yeah. I'm like the junk food queen of health food. Yes. Like I love pizza. Mm-hmm. I love burritos. I love Mexican and I love making it healthy because in my experience, I tried to do that whole chicken and broccoli thing and you end up eating so much chicken and broccoli. It doesn't satisfy mm-hmm. your craving. Then late at night, that's when you binge. We, I've done that whole cycle. It was such a cycle. I was going round and round and around. I was like, how can I live this healthy life, enjoy it and it's mm-hmm. maintainable and you're maintainable forever. And that's when I really dived into the kitchen. I said, okay, let's, I'm going to acknowledge that I feel like ice cream, but I, when I eat dairy, I feel sick for three mm-hmm. days and I'm not demonizing ice cream. If you like, I'm all about um, moderation. Yeah. If you want to have a bit of ice cream, totally. But for me, me and dairy, we don't mix very well. Yeah, so definitely. I'm like, I want to have ice cream. What can I do? I'm going to make a coconut milk based ice cream. So I've got that craving. It's done. I feel fine. Mm. I don't have digestive issues. It's a win-win. I love that. So what was your first kind of initial steps, I guess, for anyone that is listening and is like resonating with this a bit, that they are kind of sticking more to the chicken and broccoli Mm. or they're just the protein and greens, which let's be honest, is so boring. boring. And healthy does not need to be like that. It absolutely can be fun and delicious. So what were kind of your initial steps to getting to that point where you could make these like delicious meals that were, I guess, considered a bit more naughty in a healthy way? Education is so valuable in terms of this topic. I don't count macros and I don't track calories. However, I think it is so important to understand the role and importance of protein, carbs, and fats because you might not even realize that you're not having enough carbohydrates or you're not having enough fat. So my naturopath was a huge component in me developing this healthy, holistic way of eating because he was really pro fats. So I went to him and, you know, I I didn't have my period and everything was going wrong. And I was like, I'm so healthy. Like I I eat smoothie bowls and I have this and I have that. And he really dissected my diet and said, you're not having enough fats. So I kind of went home and I did a lot more research in terms of the role that healthy fats play in your hormone system and the role of carbohydrates and how it affects your brain and how it affects your energy levels. So I think that you can be really well researched in protein, carbs, and fats, but not implemented in like a numbers game way. And you don't have to track because I just think that is like poison to the mind. So I really like incorporating a healthy source of protein, carbs, and fat in every single meal, or even acknowledging and say, okay, for, for breakfast I did, I had a smoothie bowl and I'm starving one hour after, probably because I haven't had any fats or protein that are going to really sustain me throughout the day. So even having that knowledge and saying, okay, for lunch, I'm going to have some sweet potato as my main source of carbohydrate. I'm going to have some chicken or some egg or some tempeh if you're vegan. Having that knowledge really, really helps me. And then just 
exposing yourself to fun Instagrams or fun blogs or fun recipe books and seeing what other people use as healthy alternatives. Like the vegan cheese, I would never know if I didn't expose myself to other recipe books and getting inspiration from other people. And that's definitely been a game changer, I think, for me is taking inspiration from other blogs and Instagram accounts and being like, oh, okay, I I don't necessarily like every single thing in that bowl, but that's giving me inspiration to be Mm -hmm. able to create create something myself. Mm -hmm. And even just being able to Google like healthy alternative for cheese or, you know, vegan take on cheese, like it's crazy what actually comes up and you can discover so so many new products like yeah. I've just started which I'm so late to the party I know but nutri- nutritional <sighs> yeast oh, oh like my goodness pa- that's my thing game Nutri- changer even, even if you can't be bothered to make the cheese what I did last night is we just had like salmon and vegetables and I scatter just the dry nutritional oh, yeast okay. flakes with salt and that's Yum. what makes it taste like cheese so you need to make sure you put salt with it yeah, okay. even a little bit of paprika oh my gosh it's like so easy you don't I'm even doing have that tonight to when I get home it's so <laughs> good it's so so good I know and it was one of my um best friends is vegan and she I made a pesto sauce the other week and I said to her I'm so sorry I've put pumice and cheese in it she's like oh that's fine she's like but so you know next time I just put nutritional yeast in mine and I was like totally need to just look into this and then obviously googling it and looking on a few blogs and how many people use it I'm like there is so many incredible recipes using that yeah and I made this veggie bake the other night and didn't tell Ryan that it was vegan cheese. And he's like, I actually think this is your top three meals. And I was like, well, that's well, not even real cheese. So see, that's what I mean. I'll make it for my family. And they're like, yum. And then when you tell them, then they're like, oh, no, it's not. I know. Like, yeah, <laughs> so you true. love it. You love it. Yeah. That's why I'm like this year, I'm really focusing heavy on my cooking and my recipes and writing it down because I'm notorious for just like winging it yes. in the kitchen and not writing it down. And people go, how did you make that? I'm like, um, I just made it up. So what I'm doing right now is writing it all down because my goal is to make that hub of all of my recipes Mm -hmm. because that right now is my my channel kind of goes through trends where people say, we want to know all about your ab routine and all about your skin routine right now. It's food, it's recipes, which I'm so happy about because that's my passion. So So I'm working on making that hub, you know, where people can just go to that and they find all my Mm, recipes. Amazing. Good morning, Lonnie, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Super duper excited to have you and welcome to Melbourne. Thank you. It's good to be back in my hometown. Oh, it's nice to have you back. Today, you and your beautiful family live on a plant-based diet. For someone that's new to this way of eating, can you give us some further insight into that? It's so complex and I don't ever want to give like the wrong information and make it sound like it's hard or it's easy and I don't want it to come across like it's either of the two. It's a middle ground that you have to find yourself Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I always try and inspire people to do. It's everything I share, it might seem like it's all about me but it's really got nothing to do about me. It's got everything to do with you. It's whatever resonates with with you with the information that I share. So I love a plant-based lifestyle. It works so well for me. I don't ever want people to think that it's the only thing that can work and it's the only thing that can work for you because like it's not. And I think that, you know, I'm just, I have such a broad perspective that I just know that not everybody's like me. And um, also with, with climates and things like that, even with, like I lived in Melbourne for 20 years, I, there's no way I could do exactly how, like how I eat and what I do now living in Queensland if I were to do that here. I wouldn't wake up in the winter and eat half watermelon for breakfast. There's no way, you know, so you just have to adapt it to the way that it makes you feel. But for me, love it. makes me feel amazing. I've been on this journey for nearly eight years, vibrant as hell, just loving life, you know, two kids, 
I share my values with my family, but I don't force them to believe in my values. I value health and I value plants and optimal health and all that sort of stuff, but I don't want them to be forced to believe in what I believe in. And especially being young children, they have a mind of their own. I will raise them as well as I know how, but if they ever want to go a different way or do something else, then, you know, as long as they have the awareness that comes with it and the education that I will, you know, hopefully give them when the time arises, that they can make their own decisions and base the values on what they like, what lights them up inside. So they don't get to like 20 and 25, you know, and then they feel like, I can't do that because like my mum wouldn't agree or because his values or my daughter's values are different to mine. And that's the same thing with everybody who follows me. Like, I just want people to find what lights them up inside. And if their highest value isn't health, they're probably going to fail at it. And then they're going to feel like a failure. Mm. So you just need to try and align your values. Um, A really good way to do that is um, there's a guy called Dr. Demartini. Have you ever heard of Dr. John Demartini? Yeah, he's amazing. And he really talks about values and how to find out what your values are. Mm -hmm. Because you can ask a lot of people like, what are your highest values in life? And they're like, um what's a value and really it's what you put your most time into what you spend your most time thinking about and what you spend your most time doing yeah and that's easily mine is health as much as like it's family as well health is still the base of it I wouldn't have the family and I wouldn't have the vibrant life if I didn't have the health and because I've lost the health before I realize that it is it has to be the foundation of my life and because of like my sensitive immune system and, and body growing up that if I went against that value and tried to do something else, then I feel like my life would kind of crumble yeah. because if I didn't support my body, I'm not going to be me. I'm not mm-hmm. going to feel good mm-hmm. and um, I won't be able to be the mum and have the kids and have the business and do everything that I do if that foundation of my life wasn't my highest value, which is health. I think you just articulated that so perfectly, honestly. And like, I I think it's so true what you say about, you know, everyone has to find what's right for them. And, you know, if you are living in Melbourne, it might not be the best lifestyle or, you know, you're obviously in You can still do it. You can do it great in Melbourne and in colder climates. But don't, totally. if you're trying to do everything I'm doing, like, oh, I must do because Lonnie drinks the juices and she drinks a two litre smoothie and it's icy cold and you try and do that in a cold climate, like Mm. your body's probably going to like not really like you for it and you're going to be super cold and you're going to want to sit over a heater Mm -hmm. and it's just doesn't it's not right like in nature if you were in the snow or you were in a cold climate and you were trekking through you wouldn't come across a watermelon yeah you're not going to come across a pineapple or mango Mm -hmm. the whole climate and the warmth and the cold it's in synchronicity with the food and what's grown and what's Mm -hmm. available to you so like try and just go to your local markets Go and see what's in season, like talk to your local farmers and see what they're growing because mm-hmm. if it's in your area and it's grown by a local farmer, it's in season yes. and it's supposed to be eaten mm-hmm. at that time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty funny about just like I, I just always want people to just like try and try and do what lights them up and what feels good when you're doing it. Don't just do it because like I do it. As much as I want to influence people to eat better, I don't want them to do exactly what I do. To copy your lifestyle. That's why I don't give out, you know, like these what I eat in a day and Mm -hmm. all these crazy meal plans and stuff because I just want people to do what they need to go on their journey. Yeah, Like it's not about me and trying to be about me. I want it to be about you. Mm Mm-hmm. Going back to what you said about the values, I think that is absolutely spot on because I know this morning I 
wanted to make a smoothie and I was like, oh, I've got no bananas. So I had to walk up to the health food store so I could get the bananas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm quite focused on buying organic products. So I walked out and I was on the phone to my brother and I was like, God, it's actually a real effort, like having to eat like this. And I'm like, I'm lucky that I love it so much and that I want to because not everyone could do that. And I, when you said that, I was like, that is exactly why I'm making this effort because I do value my yeah. health and the, and I love putting good foods in my body. But it's so true. You wouldn't you wouldn't do that if you didn't value it. So, it's But like, anything, what isn't you, anything an effort that you want to get a result totally. or a reward yeah, out Yeah, but of? it's like if you're going to put the effort in, you need to love it or you need yeah. to be passionate about it. It's like being yeah. in a job. Like if you're going to put long hours in, you need to love it and to be passionate about it. So it is finding what you really value. Yeah. Rachel, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Healthy Hustlers. Thank you. Welcome to my home. It's oh, such you. a treat for you. Thank you for coming over. Oh, no, and, I really um, appreciate sharing you a glass me. a glass of water and some tea and coffee. Yes, no, and, it's um, beautiful. Thank you for welcoming me into your home. So I feel like some people don't know how good they can feel mm. until they almost drop the guilt and give themselves that space or that okay to sign up to a program or to, re- you know, get up earlier and invest in their health and well-being. Yeah. And the feeling, it's just this like flow and effect. And it's, I always say to people with health, like, don't try and just change your whole world mm. in an instant. Like, that's why I when people say to me, oh, I'm going on a health kicker, I'm doing this. I'm like, I feel like sometimes you set yourself up for failure a little mm. bit in the like, just all at once. I'm like, Mm. let it be a gradual thing. Sign up to a program, start having more water every day, like do these little healthy hacks that you then just start feeling so good in yourself that you want to continue to do it more and more and more and more. And you get to the point then where it's a really healthy almost obsession of like in a way of life of enjoying. So you definitely can't like the saying, you can't plant a seed today expecting to eat the fruit tomorrow. You know, it's that longevity approach. Mm -hmm. It's the right nourishment. It's the right amount of sunlight. It's the right balance of ingredients and nourishment to enable you to thrive to the Mm -hmm. best of your ability. But along the way, you're going to discover this amazing person that is living inside of you that just needs Mm -hmm. a little help along the way (laughs) to actually sprout. Yes. Um, And it's amazing when the body is always working in our favour. You know, it's not for one second going, oh, I'm going to work against Rachel today and, uh, yeah, let's just all put our defences up and (laughs) and just be mean and rude and and not help her. No, it's always Mm. detoxing, nourishing, assimilating, digesting. It's always working to try and make us better and get Mm -hmm. us in balance. Definitely. So it's our job then to support that with the right food, Mm -hmm. with the right sunlight, with Mm -hmm. the right water, with the right chemicals that we're putting on our body or lack of, with the right amount of movement, with the right mindfulness activities. So I just think of it as like this big circle of life, like a big pizza and trying to keep everything as in balance as possible. One slice is the community focus. One slice is Friends, have when was the last time you got out with a girlfriend mm. and had that amazing catch up? You know that soulful chat, yeah. like what I'll and get you from need you those. today. Like, I love that. <laughs> oh no, you absolutely have to have them. It's They're so, so key. When, Definitely. When was the last time that you took the time out just to spend some alone mm-hmm. time and absolutely. have a massage or go to a spa or have yes. you know some nourishment? All of these things come into play. It's mm-hmm. not just I'm going to drink green smoothies every day Absolutely. for six weeks and I'm going to lose weight mm-hmm. or I'm going to work out seven days a week. Yeah. Or you can't expect to be that best version of yourself if 
something is constantly out of balance. Mm -hmm. I've spent kind of the last 12 years trying to teach myself how do I get back in tune with my body? What is it that makes me feel good long term? Mm -hmm. Not just today, not just tomorrow until the weekend, but I want to be able to sustain this energy until I'm 70, Mm -hmm. 80, 90 and 100 plus. What do I need to do now in my life in order to let that energy and vitality flow moving forward. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Are you looking for a healthy non-dairy milk alternative that's made the right way? Then look no further than Pure Harvest. I stopped using ordinary milks many years ago and started using the delicious nut milks from Pure Harvest for my coffees, smoothies and soups. Since day one, I've chosen Pure Harvest as they are free from preservatives and added sugars and only contain the best and cleanest ingredients. Well, now I'm so excited to let you know that Pure Harvest have extended their range of non-dairy milk with the launch of No Ordinary Milk, which contain three new non-dairy flavours, Nut Bliss, Lush Almond and Creamy Cashew. You'll never have to worry about having ordinary milk again. With no added sugars, preservatives or flavours, Pure Harvest range of no ordinary milks use whole organic ingredients to make beverages that taste great and most importantly, make you feel good. Pure Harvest's new range of non-nut milks are now available at selected leading independent supermarkets and health food stores Australia-wide. I love that approach so much, honestly, and I think it's so... I often have this conversation with my dad because he'll I do too yeah our dad's awesome I know and God minus the jokes (laughs) minus the horrid jokes and it's so funny because I guess you know this whole world this holistic approach to health is probably a little bit different or new to them and and my dad actually called me last night and was like oh I'm just walking to the little outside gym he goes to this little you know those like a little park gym things yeah it's so cute so he goes after work every day and does his little workout and he just sounded so happy and like he works in quite a stress he's got a stressful business so he's always on the phone and um, dealing with tradies and stuff but he just sounded so happy and he's like yeah I do it every night just to calm my mind and it's really interesting because he said he'd read my like healthy bedtime hacks that I'd posted on Instagram and he's like oh I went and bought myself an essential oil today to go to bed and I was like (laughs) but it's really funny because we have this conversation where a lot of the time it's about you know my nan who she's still alive she's 95 Mm. and you know she's grown up in that well, they grew up where it's just like you eat what you can afford basically. Yeah. It's, it definitely wasn't about health or mm. anything like that. And we often try to understand like, wow, how has she maintained like mm. such a – she's so with it mentally. Mm. And I often say to dad, but she's always been around, you know, young people and had these really mm. fruitful relationships of, you know, her best friend's like 60 and mm. she's like 95 and, yeah. you know, so many grandkids around. And I'm like, that all just has such an impact on your health as mm. well. Of Yeah, allowing those things in your life mm. to continue to keep you happy and healthy and to wanting to be here. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but I think like on what you said, I always think about 
Well, one as my myself as my best friend, like how would I treat her? I would want to nourish her. I would want to make sure she's always happy and feeling good. And and the other approach of, you know, our body is the only place we have to live. So if we want to be here forever, like exactly. we've only got one place to do it. So exactly. it is definitely a long, long picture, a long-term thing. Long-term so, approach. And absolutely. You know, we'll be honest. We're how old? 30, I'm thir- I'll be 30 in June. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> Very young, very young, young yeah. mama. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel bad giving you five years there. <laughs> I usually I get asked for ID, so that mature. was nice. <laughs> like considering you've got everything happening, I was like, was she nice. must, be, <laughs> must be 35. Um, so basically it's not attractive to think about what we're going to look mm-hmm. like or feel like or how we're going to be thinking at 80 or 90 mm-hmm. years now, from yeah. now. But the, the fact of the matter is we are going to get there. Mm-hmm. And if you look at all of the blue zones in the world, yes. you know, Japan, the places that have the oldest living people, mm-hmm. they all have very similar characteristics and attributes in the area. And it's definitely what you were saying first about community. Mm-hmm. They're all very much focused on they spend a lot of time outside of their house talking to people, yes. you know, rubbing shoulders with people and feeling an interaction or a connection mm-hmm. with people. They all eat local produce. They all eat from the land. Yeah. Whether it be it may be rice and fish in one country or it may be beef and vegetables in another country, it may be pasta in another country. The fact of the matter is it's all local and it's grown organically yeah. and it's fresh. But all of these aspects are so many different components that make up these areas but a big one was community and it's about for me just going back to simplicity yes like that's why our grandmas or not all grandmas but a lot of we, we always tend to go just like grandma did it yeah they just did it. it's because it was simple mm-hmm. it wasn't over thought mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes too easy to even take a recipe and just confuse it with so many superfoods yes. and sometimes it's just easier just to go back to basics mm-hmm. and that goes with all aspects of life, not just our food, our mm-hmm. thinking process, our movement, our relationships. Let's just keep everything as simple and stress-free yes. as possible because what's that doing? That's creating less oxidation and stress on mm-hmm. the body. I'm trying my hardest, especially now in my life, I'm trying my hardest to slow things down. Whereas my old way of thinking was, how do I speed things up? How do I keep my metabolism burning? I've got to eat more meals. I've got to exercise more. I've got to I got to fit more in in the day. Now I'm switching it. I'm going, I want to create more white space in my calendar. Yeah. I want to try and eat I, obviously I want, I love food, but I don't need to be eating all the time. Mm-hmm. Fasting is great for the body to clean itself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be exercising seven days a week. I want to be exercising when my body is ready for it and when I feel good. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? To be honest, that was a huge part of wanting to start the Healthy Hustlers was mm. as a society, I felt like we got really obsessed with this busy being like mm. a badge of honour. And it was always like, oh, well, if I'm not busy, I'm, I'm not succeeding or I'm not successful. I'm not chasing my dreams. And yeah. I found the older I was getting, the more, and you would probably know this growing up in a, in a smaller town where you do, life is a bit more simpler. Mm. Um, I kind of started resorting back to all of those things of my childhood, like wanting to be by the beach and like, you know, going for long walks and not necessarily even breaking a sweat just because it made me feel good and like you know having the fresh air and I'm like all of a sudden we're there's just 
been this shift of like, you know, in our generation of we have to be as busy as possible mm. and be doing as much as possible to be, you know, while we're still trying to be healthy and be mums or, you know, have a side hustle and all of this mm. crazy stuff instead of just, yeah, simple is sometimes best. Exactly. And, and, and don't get me wrong. We definitely shouldn't deny that that is okay for some people. Oh, absolutely. That's what they love. Definitely. Like my husband is exactly like mm-hmm. that. He is, that's where he gets his energy and mm-hmm. his happiness from. My husband's the same. From it's go, 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 <laughs> achieving. And he sits up until midnight listening to Bitcoin <laughs> podcasts. And I'm just like, man, I'm going to go to bed. Um, I'm in bed at eight and he comes into bed at midnight. And then we oh both get goodness. up with the kids at six. Like, wow. it's just this And some people funny... can do it. Absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah that, you just got to find your little niche, yes. your little sweet spot mm-hmm. that works well with your mind and body. Definitely. And this is why I'm so passionate about this thing that bio-individuality where one size does not fit all. Yes. One person's food is another person's poison. Mm-hmm. So just ensuring that take every bit of information mm-hmm. with a grain of salt. Is yes, that the same? Yes, salt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because just because especially do this, paleo, keto, mm. It's you so know, overwhelming, isn't it? It's just too overwhelming. Absolutely. And, you know, your body type may not thrive Definitely. on that. Well, so. that's, I've actually was trialing plant based a little bit before yeah. I got pregnant. And yeah, like love, I'm obsessed with vegetables. I could eat them every single meal. But as a whole diet, it just, it didn't work for me. I was like so tired. And mm. I'm like, okay, I need to eat red meat. Like, and so I just have to figure out a way to do that in a way that's, comfortable with me that I feel okay to be purchasing that and to be supporting that in a way so exactly. it is it's just fine it's taking I think inspiration from what you can if it's mm. online or whatever but just mm. really figuring out what works for you exactly taking inspiration but you've just got to learn to you've got to be willing to invest the time in discovering what works for you mm-hmm. whether that be things like the elimination diet taking things out finding what's working with your body choosing to dedicate a specific chunk of time for for a longer period of time to meditate every day to see the effects and see if it's for you and see mm-hmm. what what comes of that just learning how to get in tune breathing every day taking mm-hmm. time to like conscious breathing not just I'm breathing because I'm taking a breath yeah. at the middle of my sentence actually paying attention <laughs> to actually the fact that you're breathing yeah and Definitely. just really going what do I need to do to get in tune with my body to then see and discover what it needs on a daily basis to mm-hmm. thrive to then ultimately uh, enable me to live a long, happy life. Beautiful tip. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Thank I'm, you for having me. Oh, thank you for having me in your beautiful home. I'm so excited to chat to you today and so appreciate all your time. So I do really want to talk about TIFF, XO.com, yes. your yes. online program. Yes. So where did the actual inspiration for that come from? People just always wanted to train with TIFF. Yeah. Can we train with TIFF? Can we train with TIFF? And then the XO was all about, well, unless you have that self-acceptance and that self-love and you do it properly and slowly, then it'll last. But if you hate yourself skinny, if you hate yourself, like skinny is a negative word. People are always like, oh, I just want to be skinny. It's mm-hmm. If you hate yourself there, it's not sustainable. So yeah. You really have to do it with the X and the O, the the kiss and the hug. And, yeah, and so I that's what that. TIFF so XO nice. was about. It was just yeah. about training with TIFF and giving yourself a break. And it's been really successful for yeah. women taking the pressure off. And I always say it's not about how 
it's not about looking good. It's about feeling good. So you take the pressure off changing how you look and I want this to be smaller or this to be bigger or whatever you want to change about your physical appearance. Enjoy the training, trust the process, trust Mm -hmm. your expert and you're going to get results and your body is going to change because you're making healthier decisions and choices based on feeling really good about yourself. When you feel bad about yourself, like if you stand on the scales and you get a disappointing number that isn't that number, magic number in your head, then that usually leads to a day of eating badly because Mm -hmm. you're like, well, nothing's working. It's all out the window. It's the all or nothing Mm -hmm. mentality. And you think, oh my God, well, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I'm not going to do my exercise or workout or training today and nothing works for me. When if you have a positive mindset and you go, oh, like the other day, my jeans didn't do up and I put my jeans on, they didn't do up, couldn't close them for the life of me, right? And I'm yelling at my friend, my jeans don't do up. And she's like, (laughs) why are you so happy? I said, because, babe, I've been training glutes. I've been training my ass off, like trying to build my booty. And finally, my booty's so big it doesn't fit in these jeans. (laughs) And I'm so excited. Like, finally, I've got a booty on me. Like, this has been two years of hard work and my glutes have finally, you know, blossoming. Great. (laughs) And she's like, oh, if I couldn't fit in my jeans, I'd be, like, depressed. And I'm like, nope, this is good. It's a mindset thing. It's You know, weight doesn't define Mm -hmm. your body composition or your hard work and determination. So, you know, I just think it's about having that self-love and positivity. And that mindset and it's a cultivated mindset in TIFXO that all of the members share in that, you know, give yourself a break, give yourself an X and O Mm -hmm. and focus on feeling good and they get the best results. Georgia, hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited to chat to you. How are you? Thank you so much for having me, guys. And you're in Melbourne, so welcome. I know. I haven't been in Melbourne in a quick minute, so I am very happy to be here. And it's really nice to see Teagues again for yeah. a little while. We've just spent the last three hours talking, so we're a little bit behind. I know, we are behind schedule. We've been chatting away. It's been so nice so getting to know you. So I really liked what you said, though, earlier about knowing your own self-worth. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, a lot of us struggle with. And, yeah. you know, I know through years I definitely have, and I'm sure Teagues has as well. And it is, it's really knowing that you're you're stronger than you yeah. think you are and you know yeah, really and also you're just you're so fine by yourself mm-hmm. you don't yeah. need someone to complete you and I'm such a companion and I I love being around good friends and I, I love having a partner because I'm just a very companion kind of person but yeah. I actually have learned that you know there's so much comfort in being okay in your own company yeah Love that so much. We need more girls to be preaching that. (laughs) Something else we love about you along with the rest of the world is your ability and commitment to celebrating body positivity and diversity. What does body positivity mean to you? Body positivity obviously in simple terms means to celebrate the body you have and be proud of it, which I think is absolutely incredible and I think every woman should be proud of the body they have no matter what they look like, what size they are, what shape they are, um, and celebrate, you know, who they are as a woman on the inside. For me, I've, you know, I've always celebrated body positivity because I've seen women in my life struggle with it, you know, since day dot. And it's something we all struggle with and it's our own journey. But what I've actually been focusing on recently is instead of focusing everything on body positivity 
actually just focusing on your confidence and and knowing why you're so much more than just your appearance. And I found my biggest thing I've ever done in my life to build my confidence and to really like shape me as a woman is realizing that instead of focusing on just my body confidence, focusing on all the things that I am that aren't what I look like. And nothing can give you more more confidence than that because like me, maybe you'll get sick and your skin will be covered in acne and you'll lose weight, you'll lose hair. And then what are you left with? Like you don't have your appearance anymore. So where does your confidence go? And I, you know, that really, really taught me that you have to know who you are and be confident on who you are on the inside because your appearance isn't going to carry you through life. And Mm -hmm. beauty is so much more than skin deep. And even if that is a bit of a cliche saying, a bit of a pageant answer. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Well, that's the thing that probably touched me the most in your um, anybody campaign, which most people would have seen by the time this goes live. But, you know, when the women started saying Mm -hmm. what they are outside of their body, and Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, if we actually as society focused on that so much more, we would all be so much more confident because mm-hmm. we are so many things to so many people. Yeah, and in we wouldn't this life. compare ourselves to one another. One hundred percent. Because it's hard. I mean, it does happen. Like she's smarter than me, mm-hmm. or she's more intelligent, more articulate than me. But most of the time, it's she's prettier than me. Mm-hmm. And if we could take away that aspect and take away judging people based on their appearance, women would be so much more unified. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends, Asia, always says, unity starts with you. And mm. I just love that saying. So nice. But I think even, you know, how do you fi- define being smart? Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're all smart in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. you know, you, you were saying that you were really academic at school and you're creating businesses and stuff, but then – it doesn't mean that other people. Yeah, it's like who my boyfriend's weren't. a musician. And yeah, he was, he's still he was, incredibly smart. Yeah, you know, he in was never way. into uni, never 100%. into school, never went to classes. Yeah, but oh my gosh, the You're guy is building crazy smart, intelligent in the way of he touched a musical instrument. It sounds great. Yeah. So you know, we all just have to focus on what makes us us and makes us unique, and focus yeah. on our strengths. And everybody is different, and that's amazing. Megan, hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm absolutely delighted to have you here. Thank you. My pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Something that I'm very conscious of is, you know, ingredients in skincare. And there was an article I was actually reading from Huffington Post the other day about um, that suggested that the average woman actually puts 515 synthetic ingredients on her body each day without even knowing. Wow, like, is that that's interesting? Really, really scary. It like, is scary. So you know, and I absolutely know, like, that I was so bad at that and so unaware, and you know, whacking the fake mm. tan on for years mm-hmm. and sleeping in makeup and all of these nasty things. And I just think, my goodness, like, what we're actually putting into our bloodstream it is really scary. Our, our body's absorbing those chemicals. It so. is. I'm not suggesting that people go through all their cupboards chuck everything out and only get like natural ingredients. If you if you want to do that and you can you're in a position to do that, I think that's really admirable and great, but I guess for me it's about just minimizing those Absolutely. chemicals and minimizing. Yeah. I mean, you might have your your favorite foundation and you know it's got some mm-hmm. crap in it and you just like, well, I can't live without it. But it's like if you can get a better hand wash, a better shampoo, a better deodorant, a better toothpaste, mm-hmm. if you like 
take those stats, like you said, it's a perfect way to illustrate this point. And what is it, 515 or 51? 515. 515. Like even if we cull that down to 100, that's better. Absolutely. Making the effort to be Mm -hmm. mindful about your choices, but where our kids are concerned, I think it's absolutely essential. And it's a funny one too, because I find that the majority of pregnant women, as soon as we're pregnant, we're like, what am I eating? What am I putting on my skin? We start to have this amazing sense of Mm self-care because of the baby. But it's like, why aren't we doing that well before well before and then exactly. after as well yeah and then we do it for our babies but then there's a point where we go oh they're right mm-hmm. and we just stop with this whole beautiful natural oh it's got to be the best and it's got to be this and that and then yeah. for some reason we kind of stop so i think that's a really interesting Definitely. area as well about why do we kind of have this heightened sense of self-care then then we just let it go let it go exactly it should be something that we continue and I must admit I was totally guilty of I was quite conscious of it prior to falling pregnant but the mm. moment that I fell pregnant it was just like okay this is like totally not about me anymore <laughs> this is all about this baby it's funny, and like, isn't it? yeah you know yeah. I had no qualms spending all the money in the organic grocer and all of this yeah. <laughs> sometimes I was like oh well I'll get the berries from here I'll get the avocado with it it's like no it's it's all now got to be, you know, for the baby, which it's so right what you say, we should be doing that all of the time for ourselves. Yeah. So I would love to know though what mindfulness actually means to you and how you're able to incorporate that into your life with such a hectic schedule but also mm. your family's life. Yeah, look, it's for me it's one of my goals with this business because beyond the products I also want to develop eventually a lot of content online about mindfulness to educate people a bit more because yes. I think there's a lot of preconceived ideas about what we think it is. I think Mm -hmm. people think, oh, it's for hippies or, oh, it's an alternative way or that's something to do with meditation or yoga or I don't really know or people think it's not for them because I think they don't really understand what it means. And in its most simplest definition, it really is just having a sense of being present, aware and connecting. And I'm guilty of it too and that's why I really – harp on about it and I find it useful is because I'm someone that gets in my head a lot. Mm. I have a tendency to think about what happened last week, what might happen tomorrow, and it's not a healthy way to be. And um, knowing that I'm like that, I'm the perfect candidate to be practising mindfulness. I'm exactly like you. Well, most of us are. <laughs> Absolutely, Because yes. I think we're getting so overstimulated now Definitely. too and we're so bombarded with information and about what we're busier, we're making ourselves busier and more time poor and I think it's only natural that that goes hand in hand with that way of thinking of yesterday, tomorrow, what's next? And coming back to the present moment, as all kind of hippy-dippy as it sounds, it's so healthy because you can't do anything about last week. You can't do anything about tomorrow. What you can do is focus on the now. And it's hard, and I'm not suggesting you do it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because I certainly can't. (laughs) Um, But... I think the more that we have those mindful moments in our days, the better it is. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.